Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. And it's time to talk, man. We got Jet Saints, all right? We got Jet Saints. <laughs> and we're going to discuss a lot of things. We got some injuries. We got to talk about the matchup coming up, man. We got to talk about players. You know, Mosley, he's tired of the disrespect, and he's letting people know about us. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show I am fired up. I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. All right? Listen, your boy is on iTunes, Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Please go there. Subscribe to the show. Okay? Subscribe to the show. Leave your boy some feedback. Let me know how you folks think about what I'm doing here on the show. Give me a five-star rating, and then tell me how you feel. I get a lot of great feedback from people. Please continue that. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on this show. Your boy's also on YouTube as well. We live stream the show. Listen, you want to see this handsome face? You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's looking at me right now that sees it, all right? You want to see it too? Then guess what? Go to YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That's where I'll be at. That's where the show gets live streamed. I put other content up there as well. Go to Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Turn on the notification when I post content. Y'all be in the know. You know what I'm saying? And give your boy a video some thumbs up as well, man. You know what I'm saying? Give your boy's video some thumbs up. I'm also on Twitter as well. The show's page is at the Long Beach Joe. My personal page is also at YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow your boy on both of those and hit me. Let me know what you folks think about the team. You want to talk to me about life? I got people that want to talk to me about life as well. Feel free. I'll go back and forth with you. What is going on in your neck of the woods? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so without further ado, folks, let's get into it. Listen. There's a lot to talk about with this New York Jets football team. We're going up against the Saints football team that right now, you know, has a pretty highly rated defense. But we're trying to figure out who our young quarterback is. We're hoping to see him, you know, get into another mode, hit this game, and we're trying to see him put a full game together. We're trying to see him step up and play well for a full four quarters. Let's see if he can do that. But before we get into the matchup, Saints-Jets, before we get there, as everyone knows, I like to positively impact my community. One of the charities that I work with, particularly during the month of December, is the Mark V. Lee Foundation. And they do beautiful things because they do a toy drive. And they put the smiles on young kids' faces. So tonight we're going to have Mark V. Lee come on from the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. And he's going to speak to us tonight about what they do with the toy drive and how they're positively impacting their community. Mark, I want to welcome you to the Long Beach Joe Show. How are you doing today, my friend? Joe, thanks for having me, buddy. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Listen, Mark, again, it's another year. You know what I'm saying? Here we are again, yes. beating again. And I'm telling you, thank you for everything that you're doing. Now, listen, first thing I want to talk to you about when we get into it, can you explain to my audience, can you tell us what the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive does for the community? Yeah, so uh, this is a drive that uh, my father started uh, back in 1985. Uh, some local kids in the neighborhood have we discussed in the past. And uh, 
he passed away from uh, 9-11 related illnesses in uh, 2014, and we took it over uh, the year that he passed. He took care of uh, around 2,500 kids for the Christmas drive that year. And then uh, we took it over, and the last few years we've been doing upwards to about 7,000 kids. Um, the impact that we have on the community is uh, second to none. Um, we're one of the largest Christmas drives in the tri-state area. And uh, we pride ourselves in Jersey City. Uh, myself, my family, and the Jersey City Fire Department do a great job giving back to the community. Yeah. Yeah, you guys absolutely do. And, again, you know, salutes to all the Jersey City firefighters out there. I know you're doing your thing. You you be out there as well, Mark. You know, we see you. We see you on the truck. Yeah. You're handling your business. Yeah, you're handling absolutely. your business, man. Absolutely. Now, what are some of the challenges that you face trying to make this toy drive happen? Well, you know, we're in the middle of the uh, the pandemic here, so the last two years, say, it's been a little difficult uh, just trying to, you know, get toys together, uh, figure out ways to get them out uh, to the community. Um, so pre-pandemic, we were uh, – pre-pandemic, we were getting lists for different, you know, uh, outreach centers, uh, schools, et cetera, et cetera, and we were able to get in there and, 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 and throw uh, – giveaways in the schools and the outreach programs, boys and girls clubs, et cetera. Uh, and then, you know, due to the pandemic, schools weren't open. Uh, a lot of uh, offices closed, companies that were helping donate and keeping the drive going and, and, and donating toys and, and monetary donations are no longer in the city uh, or still not back in the office. So we had a, a, a lot of different things changed for us. Um, Luckily, we linked up with uh, a company called DonateToy.org. Uh, I can send you that link to share. Any uh, toy yep. that's uh, bought on that website, they'll match one for one. And uh, mm. it comes right to me, and uh, people have been great sending in monetary donations to our fire headquarters at 465 on Marin Boulevard. I believe it's 07304. And uh, we just take that money. We go shopping ourselves. And now we do uh, outdoor giveaways. I'll also share the dates. We actually have our first one tomorrow, uh, Persian Field, uh, Jersey City Heights. Yes, absolutely. Listen, Mark, you're doing a lot of great things there. Now, when you talk about the, the toys, you talk about money as well, but you're still accepting toys. What kind of toys are you guys looking for exactly? Uh, we deal with anyone from, you know, newborns all the way up to the age of 14. Uh, boys and mm. girls, and, uh, you know, what we do is we just pass it through or want to, you know, donate a toy, you go to that website or purchase a toy on the website, or if you're passing through Jersey City, you want to stop at one of the firehouses, drop off a toy. Uh, any monetary donations, like we said, we go out, we, we go out and we purchase toys for, uh, you know, the, the, that age group. And then hopefully weather dependent, you know, we've been lucky last year, we, we have some great weather. Hopefully we get some weather, you know, these next couple of weeks here, and uh, we can get out there and in the community and start giving out uh, some of these kids that don't have much of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it's all about—bringing a smile to those kids' faces. Because, like you said, there's a lot of children out there that are, you know, maybe missing gifts this Christmas, and this may be the only spot that can help them, you know, kind of bring the joy of Christmas to them, kind of spruce up their feeling and their attitude a bit and put a smile on your face, like you said, as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Times are tough right now. Yeah, it is. It's very tough. And, again, we're we're speaking with Mark V. Lee of the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. Again, everybody can get involved 
any Jersey City Fire Department, please go by there. You can drop off money as well. You can drop off toys to to help these kids out. Now, listen, Mark, I couldn't let you go without talking about these jets. All right, and you know, <laughs> doing beautiful things with the toy drive. That that is wonderful. We're gonna continue to push that and pump that on this, you know, uh, platform. But we gotta talk about these jets for a second, Mark. We got to, man. Listen, you bleed green, I bleed Ready. green. Yes, Give we do. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, Mark, and don't pull no punches. Okay, don't yeah, pull no punches. Uh, Give me your thoughts listen. about Zach Wilson so far. How are you feeling about him? You know, I, uh, I at this point in the season, I didn't think he'd be 31 out of 32 teams. I thought he'd be, you know, low 20s. I thought he'd be playing a lot better. Uh, we drafted him, you know, with the number two overall pick. Uh, I know a lot of the rookie QBs aren't playing great. Mac Jones is playing great. Uh, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing great right now. Justin Fields wasn't playing that great. Um, you know, so he's uh, been a little bit of a disappointment. Up to this point, he had a great game last week. Uh, hopefully, the trend uh, continues this week. I know Stain's got a tough yeah. defense, uh, so it's going to be an uphill yeah. battle for him. Uh, he's been brutal in play action. A lot of his turnovers yeah. and, and mistakes have come out of play action. You know, and you know if you don't have play action, they don't respect. You know, they'll sit back all day when you're in shotgun. They know you're going to pass, and mm-hmm. if it's a draw, you know it's tough to run. We've got to get the run game going. Um, you know, it's tough to see, you know, when he goes down and then you got a kid like Mike White come in or Joe Flacco come in. And, and I know that they, they've been around a lot longer, um, you know, going through the progressions and, and hitting check downs, uh, wide receivers and, and running backs and letting them make the plays. You know, Mike White going for 400 plus yards that one game. And, you know, with Zach Wilson, first few games there, we weren't even getting first quarter scores. Yeah. Um, last week he came out firing away. And then goes into halftime, you know, looking pretty good. And then the third quarter comes of last week's game, and the defense can't get off the field. Yeah. The, uh, yep. the time of possession was almost like, you know, I, the, the, their first drive was over eight minutes. So yeah. by the time Zach got on the field, you know, it, it's like a home in football game. He got cold. Yep. And it showed yep. he started missing some, you know, we, we drafted this kid. He had big playability. Um, he, was, he was accurate in college. You know, here in the NFL, I don't know if it's, you know, a little bit speed difference, et cetera, but uh, he's missing some throws. He's missing some wide-open guys. He's making some mental mistakes. So uh, I would like for him to, you know, kind of trend from where he was first half last week and start kind of getting the ball rolling towards the end of the season here. Yeah. Listen, Mark, you you talking? To, you spoke the truth, okay? You didn't pull no punches? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> now, the last question I want to ask you before I let you go is you've seen, you know, so far into this season, what player do you believe has stood out to you the most offensively outside of Zach Wilson? Elijah Moore. I mean, Elijah okay. Moore has been the guy, you know, um, Carter as well, but he, he's he's been injured the last couple of games. I don't, I don't believe he's playing this week either. But uh, Elijah Moore uh, looks like to be one of those kids, a diamond in the rough. You know, uh, mm. somebody who you know we got when we got you know where the position that we drafted him at, and he's uh, you know exceeding those ex- expectations. Um, mm. And he's he's going to be a big piece. He's going to be a big piece moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's looking. He's just continuing to shine. We'll see if he's able to step out in the field this week. But, man, he has had some weeks where he's really 
stepped up, made big-time plays for us, and he's looking like he's going to be a really big piece for us going forward, continuing to build this football team. But listen, Mark, I, you know, i got to get going, but before I let you go, man, can you please give our audience, again, give them where they can contact you, how they can get involved with the toy drive, where they can drop the toys off, or where they can give their monetary donations as well? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're driving through uh, Jersey City and you, you know, want to pick up a toy, you can drop off at any of the firehouses in Jersey City. Uh, they know they know the drive. They know where to get it to. Uh, if you're um, mailing something in, it's at 465 Marin Boulevard, 07304, I believe, or 06. Uh, that's our fire headquarters. Uh, anything that gets mailed in comes directly to me. And I'll also uh, share the link with you guys. It's uh, donateatoy.org. Uh, the link that I'll send is directly to our drive, and any toy purchased on that website, they'll match one for one. Yes. Listen, Mark, again, I want to thank you for everything that you are doing for the community with this toy drive, my friend. I want you to have a good night, all right? You too, Joe. And uh, if I don't talk to you or hear from you later on, man, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and uh, let's go Jets. Absolutely. Happy holidays to you and yours as well. You have a good one, Mark. You too, buddy. All right. Listen, Mark V. Lee coming on, man. Mark V. Lee coming on with the fire, man. Again, everyone, please get involved any way that you can. The Mark V. Lee toy drive, as he said, you can go to any fire department in the Jersey City uh, area and drop off a toy. You know, also drop off some money as well if you can. Tell them you want to donate it to the toy drive. Allow these young kids to, you know, have a great Christmas. It's a tough time right now. A lot of situations going on in the world. If you can put a smile on a child's face, that's huge. It's really, really big. So we'll continue to, uh, you know, promote that on this platform as well. It's all about, you know, doing whatever we can to positively impact the community. So now with that put to the side, and again, salutes to Mark V. Lee for coming on. I want to talk to you folks about this Saints game. Lines are hot. We're going to get to them in just one second. Uh, you know, the Jets coming into this game, again, as we spoke with Mark, we're looking at Zach Wilson. We're hoping that Zach Wilson can play a full four quarters of solid football. This is a very tough Saints defense. I believe they have the fifth-ranked defense in the league. They got some guys that can get after it from Davenport. I know that Cam Jordan is going to miss this game. I believe he's on a on a list of, you know, why what's going on around the world. So he's on that list. But he's not going to be. He's going to miss this game. But they got got guys like Marshawn Lattimore. They got some guys that can really play. Marcus Williams back there at safety. Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins as well. So Zach has to be careful with the football. Now the thing about it is the Jets are coming into this game with injuries as well. Coleman, our running back, is going to be out. He's with the. He's dealing with the concussion. Elijah Moore is questionable for this game. Now he's had a quad injury. He didn't practice today. He's going to try to go out tomorrow. A lot of people saying that he might be a game-time decision. So if he doesn't actually end up playing, then they've got to step up. Our wide receiver core is going to have to step up without Corey Davis and without Elijah Moore. Maybe that means more targets for Denzel Mims. Maybe that means more targets for returning Keelan Cole. Who knows? But they've got to be able to make the adjustments without those two weapons, especially Elijah Moore, because he's really come on as of late and really been a guy that Zach has been able to go to early and often plays. There's also questions up front as well with LDT. Uh, He's questionable as well with an ankle injury. Now, if he doesn't end up playing, guess what? We're going back to Greg Van Roten, baby. Let me tell you. That road was bumpy when he was our starting right guard. Oh, boy, was it bumpy. 
Oh, man, Greg Van Roden out there was, whew. We'll see what happens going forward. I'm hoping that LDT can go out there and play, but if he doesn't, man, we're that offensive line may struggle a bit out there. We're going to be asking that question. Again, Michael Carter as well is going to be out defensively. He's, he's dealing with the concussion as well. So our secondary is going to have to adjust and make things happen. I believe Gundry's going to slide into Michael Carter's spot. And then you're going to have Eccles returning. He's probably going to be on the outside. So we'll have Hall, we'll have Eccles, and we'll have Gundry probably playing that nickel spot. We also got, you know, so those are the injuries that we got out there, man. So this team has to adjust with some of the injuries that we got, especially, again, Michael Carter in the secondary defensively because guess what? Kamara's going to be coming at us full speed. We know Sean Payton likes to draw things up, especially when we struggle with screens and all those things. We will be targeted. You know, Sean Payton's going to take, care, take advantage of every single issue that he's seen us have defensively this year, and we came off of a game where we just struggled against the Eagles. We just did. We all saw what that second half looked like. Our defense got destroyed all day long. So we'll get to the lines now, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking our callers. We're going to everybody. We're talking Saints, Jets. We're talking that talk. First caller I'm going to is my guy, Jacob. Jacob, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in today. Jacob, Jets, Saints, man. Give me your thoughts about this offense. Do you think that Zach Wilson will be able to take care of the football and make plays against a very tough Saints defense? Jacob, 818. 818, this is you. Is this, what's going on with Jacob's phone? Maybe this is, is Jacob. We're coming back to you again. Jacob, is this you? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Salute. Okay, oh, sorry I'm, about that. I'm asking, no, no, no. Excuse me. I'm asking you about Zach Wilson. What are your thoughts about, you know, him matching up with the Saints defense? This is a tough defense. Do you think he'll be able to make plays against this fifth-ranked defense, man? Yeah, I think it's going to be a very, very uh, difficult challenge for him because, obviously, we know the turnover issues he's been having so far this year. And uh, mm-hmm. you put that with a top-five defense, and that's not – not really a recipe for a great game. And so mm-hmm. hopefully this will be a sign of some improvement. Um, even if we don't win the game, if he can come out of there with no turnovers and a couple touchdowns, I think that would be something we can really look forward to going forward. And that's really all you can ask out of him for right now because we're already down a lot of guys. Uh, obviously, Corey Davis isn't going to be here for the rest of the year. Elijah Moore may not play. And that leaves us yeah. with like four receivers on the active roster. So, if we can come out there with just him looking solid, I think that would be really all I can ask for for this week. And by the way, that guy you brought on for that foundation, I thought that was really amazing. I thought the things that he's been doing, just hearing him talk like that, I think that was really, really awesome. And I'm, we need more people like that in the world for sure. So I give a lot yeah. of props to him. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Mark, Mark V, and I've been, you know, working with him for years. That's one of the things I love to do. I love to spread the message about people doing positive things within the community. So, again, I want to thank you for listening to that, Jacob. And, again, everyone out there, any way that you can get involved with the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive, please do. Giving to a Jersey City Fire Department, whether it be toys or monetarily, will go a long way to help them continue to, you know, bring smiles to children's faces. Now, going to the wide receiver position, because you were talking about that, Corey Davis is going to be out. Elijah Moore, he's kind of on the borderline. You know, some people saying that he might be able to get out there. He's dealing with that quad injury. 
if he does not end up does playing, not end up up, playing. If he doesn't end up playing, who do you think is going to be able to step up and make some things happen within our wide receiver core? Do you think Denzel Mims gets more targets? Do you think we'll see more out of, you know, maybe a returning Keelan Cole? How do you think it's going to shake out there? Yeah, I think Mims is the one that immediately comes to mind for everybody, but um, hopefully we can see something out of him. But I really think it's going to end up being a mix between all of them. And I don't see one guy having like a really big game, but, really just spreading the wealth around and maybe Braxton Berrios or somebody like that can step up. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at Mims and I'm saying, listen, Michael Floor, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about Mims constantly this year. If this isn't the game, you're going to get him some targets. I don't know what game, what game he's going to see targets. You know what I'm saying? I really, really don't, you know? So going to the defensive side of the ball there, you know, when you look at this Saints team right now, I'm thinking, dude, if we get after Taysom Hill and get some pass rush on him, I think we get some turnovers. I think it's a long day for him. Do you agree? I definitely agree. And I think it's really going to be challenging because I think Alvin Kamara is coming back. He's been practicing all week, yep. I think, at uh, full participation. And you know how <laughs> we've been with receiving backs uh, this year out of the backfield? It just seems like every time we finally get pressure on the quarterback, they – the defense just forgets that the running back can catch the ball too. And we have the pressure from the D line coming, but then we just bail the quarterback out with leaving the running back wide open in the middle of the field for a check down. And then they take that 10 yards or so, and then just he carries the drives on endlessly. And so Mm -hmm. combining Alvin Kamara, who's one of the best receiving backs in the NFL with Taysom Hill, who's really like what I think a lot of people say Lamar Jackson is, is really what Taysom Hill is just somebody who, just only yep. runs around and just doesn't really throw the ball much and is basically a running back because that's not what Lamar is. We all know that. So that's really what I see Taysom mm-hmm. Hill as is not really a true yeah. quarterback, just more of a, a weapon, I guess. And so if we can really cause trouble for him and give him some, you know, uh, tough times out there, I think he's definitely more turnover prone than people like Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson who are known for being scrambling quarterbacks but, you know, can throw the rock really well too. And so yeah. – Hopefully we can just really limit Kamara, uh, and I think that's going to be his go-to option when he's on the move, just trying to check it down and get some easy yards like that. So if we can shut that down, I think we'll be set up nicely. Yeah, and they're also missing uh, Ramstrek, their their right tackle. So I think that that's an opportunity for us to kind of dial up some heat a bit. I think, you know, again, you got a guy that's coming in, a guy that's starting at right, uh, you know, a newer guy starting at right tackle, trying to feel his way around there. I think you dial that up, maybe send some blitzes, send some heat. I want to see Sulla and Albridge really dial it up and get to Taysom. Because like you said as well, and I talked about it, listen, all due respect, Taysom Hill isn't some pure pocket thrower. You know, he's not a guy that you're with, you're uh, Peyton Manning out there. You know, he runs around, he makes things happen with his feet, he does extend plays. But let me tell you something, you pin him down, you get some pressure, and I think that we can get some interceptions and some turnovers there. Now, my final question for Absolutely. you, before I let you go, Jeff, if you look at this secondary right now, Michael Carter the second, he's dealing with a concussion. He's going to be out. Do you think the Jets secondary will be able to adapt with him not being out there? Because he's been a guy this full the whole season that's really been making plays out there in the secondary. Yeah, I think this is like really if there's going to be a week where he's going to be out, I think this is one of the better weeks that it could have happened. You know, obviously the Saints wide receiving core isn't exactly what you would call great. By any means, obviously, when Michael Thomas is there, it's a lot better. But, 
you know, with Traquan yep. Smith being the number one, Callaway being the number two. I mean, they're solid, but they're by no means are they number one receivers in the league unless it's on like a, you know, a team that's trying to be. Him. Yeah, I, I think we might have lost Jacob, but to lose to Jacob, I, I want to. Oh, are you there? Go ahead. Yeah, go can ahead. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Now. Okay, go sorry ahead. about that. Um, you know, with Michael Thomas obviously not playing and the weapons not being that great, I think this is one of the better weeks that we could have had Michael Carter out if there were to be any. And, um, you know, if we can limit the weapons that he's got outside of Camara too, I think there's not much he can go to outside of scrambling all the time, which is what his go-to thing is anyway. And, you know, I think this is a, this is a good test for our defense because it's not an overwhelmingly good offense. Um, and I think it's going to be definitely a low scoring game too. And so, really comes down to, like you are saying, with the young corners and stuff, just trying to do the best they can to just really limit, not necessarily completely take away, but really just limit the guys that he wants to go to. Yeah, so with that said, Jacob, this is my, I need to get your final score prediction, man. What do you think the score is going to be? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up, my friend? Man, I think it's going to be a tough game, and I think it's a good test for Zach Wilson. I think the defense sticks in there, but I see us coming away, unfortunately, with a 20-14 to 14 loss. I do. Oh, goodness, 20-14. to 14. Come on, Jacob, 20-14, to 14, man. Oh, all right. Well, I respect it, Jacob. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good one, Jacob. Hey, you too. And by the way, everybody, do whatever you can to really get out there and just give anything you can because making a kid's day, there's really no feeling in the world like it, and it really means the world to them. Yeah, absolutely. Salute to you, Jacob. You have a good one, my friend. All right, you too. All right. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also share the stream if you can as well. It's greatly appreciated. Anything you give to the stream via, stream via the Super Chat or via the Cash App is greatly appreciated as well. So we're going to get to these lines again. Chris, I'm coming directly to Chris. Listen, Chris, Chris talks that talk, okay? Chris talks that talk, and he lets it be known. He's a big Jet fan. He knows what he's talking about. And he's predicted some things this season. I'm not going to lie about it. Salute to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Chris, give me your thoughts. Zach Wilson matching up with a tough Saints defense. What are your expectations of him in this game, my friend? What's going on, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. So before I, ask, I answer your question, I have a question for you. Uh, for this, for this um, Sunday, are we at the Superdome? No, no, no. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be at our house, man. Oh, okay, okay. For a second, mm-hmm. now that I'm like, oh shoot, the super dope. Um, now mm-hmm. to answer about Zach, I think he's gonna do. I think he'll be just fine. <laughs> the only thing he just needs to improve is just the accuracy and just finding his targets. Right now, um, I've seen how he's how he's been doing within the pocket and outside the pocket. Um. Mm-hmm. Against the defense, everything comes down to the offensive line. That's the main. That's the that's the thing. If the offensive line can protect him, then I don't th- I don't think he's gonna have trouble at all. Everything comes down to how the receivers how the receivers um make their plays. Other than that, I'm mm. not that concerned. 
Okay. Look, I hear you. You know, look, the Saints have a, a, a top five defense, okay? They have the fifth-ranked defense. I, I'm I'm a little concerned. I'm not going to lie to you. I understand Cam oh, Jordan Joe. is out, but they still, they still got Davenport. Joe. They still got Davenport. Joe. And our offensive line may be without LDT. So, you know, I'm just saying we may struggle a little bit Joe. protecting Zach Wilson and be able to get to him. Because, again, the Saints also dial up blitzes as well, man. Listen, just be grateful. We're not up against Drew Brees, okay? <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I, you know, I, I'm taking who's out there. I'm taking who's out there. Now, speaking about that, because, you know, again, they got Taysom Hill out there. What are your thoughts about us dialing up the blitz against him, man, especially with the Saints, you know, missing their right tackle, Rhymes check? Do you think the Jets should be going all out and really trying to bring the heat to Taysom and take it to him and try to get some turnovers? See, that's what they need to prove to me. They need to show that they're hungry for this win after the beating last week against Philly, okay? The Saints also took a beating, but not as bad as we did. So I think if they can somehow, if they can somehow um, go, for the, go for the blitz and find a way to trick the, the Saints offense, that's, then, yes, they should be able to take them out. You know, and um, again, I'm just I'm I rather face him than Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Drew Drew's off doing his thing. He's you know he's out of the game. So my final question for you, Chris, what are your thoughts about penalties becoming an issue yet again for the Jets in this game? How concerned are you about that? Because we saw penalties help extend the Eagles' drives. We've seen it with other teams as well with us this year. We've been dealing with that. Do you think that that will continue against the Saints? If they continue to, <clears throat> if they continue to fall to fall that way, yes. However, if they can somehow, if they can somehow, not fall for the for the for the trick like encroachment, um, off, off pass interference and all that stuff, then I don't see a problem. But they need to fix that. They need to fix that. Mm-hmm. If they can do that, then they should be walking away with a W. So that's what okay. I, that's what now, I think. Okay, Chris. Now give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Um, <laughs> I think this is gonna be a close game, but me, be, me, I'm still not gonna throw in the towel, even though we're not going anywhere this year. So I'll probably just go. We'll win by two points, twenty-four, twenty-two. 24-22? Okay, 24-22 Jets. That's what he's taking here. That's what he's taking. 24-22 Jets. I hear you, Chris. Okay. I respect it, Chris. I respect it. Listen, Chris, I got to get back to these lines, man. You predicted some things this year. We'll see how it ends up. Salutes, and thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. All right, my friend. You have a good one. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Chris. Chris calls in and he talks that talk. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Donovan, man. Donovan be talking that talk as well. You know what I'm saying? Donovan, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. We talking Jets, Saints. We're talking about it all, man. Give me your thoughts about this matchup. What are your thoughts about our defense matching up? With this Saints offense, do you think the New York Jets will be able to get to Taysom Hill and bring some pressure? 
What's up, Joe? I ain't talked to you in a long time, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time because <laughs> listen, I I didn't want to call in to don't I wanted to call in this year and and be happy and joyous. Okay. And and I it's been I haven't I don't think I've talked or called in since like week two for real. Yeah. Yeah. It's been <laughs> it's a minute, been man. A it's been a minute. It has. But uh. Yeah, we're, uh, what is our defense going to do against Taysom Hill? The question is, what are we going to do against Alvin Kamara? Because he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we'll be able to cover him, man? I, again, we struggled with backs coming out of the backfield this year. Do you think, again, with the focus that you have to have on him, because the Saints, wide receivers are not that scary, you know, with with Smith and the other guy they got. Alvin Kamara is the big weapon that we need to shut down because not only can they hand the football off to him and he can take off running, but, man, he comes out that backfield and he runs routes like a wide receiver. And he's got good hands yep. as well. So do you think yep. our linebackers will be able to step up, the Quincy Williams, the, the you know, the C.J. Mosleys, the, the Davises? Do you think they'll be able to step up and kind of corral him, man? No. We haven't, we haven't stopped a, a running back this year. Like, we can't fool ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be sipping the green Kool-Aid like that. Like, we're going to be for real right now because I'm just – I'm kind of over it. Like, I'm not mad. I'm, I mean, we came into this season with no expectations. We said our, our strongest point was our defensive front, and yeah. these guys are running right up the middle, like seven yards untouched. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Our linebacker is CJ Mosley. I, I, I kind of feel like he might be hurt. I mean, he's he's next to two young linebackers. He's trying to do a lot, and he's done a lot so far, and that's why he slowed down in the last couple weeks. But I just mm. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Like our, <laughs> Ashton Davis takes terrible angles of pursuit to try Ooh. and make a tackle when these running backs are getting into the the, the second level. I don't know. I, I, I don't think we're stopping it. That's just the truth. No, listen, Donovan, I, I hear you, man, and especially when you talk about Aston Davis. There's been a lot of issues with him, and we haven't talked in a minute. And I remember the last time that we talked, it was about, you know, Marcus Mann, these things. I mean, how comfortable are you with Aston Davis at this point? Has he, has he shown you enough to, for you to be willing to walk away from Marcus Mann at this point? No, no. Nope. Can't walk away from Marcus Smith. And I know he's an aging player. He's going to be coming off an injury, possibly facing yeah. suspension, all that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You you got to throw him a contract. I mean, because Ashton Davis ain't it. I, I don't see what everybody else is seeing. Me, personally, mm-hmm. that that's not it. Our, our safeties are completely lost. We have no over-the-top coverage anyway. Good thing Bryce Hall yeah. is good enough, but Javelin Gidry is, is – is, He's a real problem on the field and not the problem that you mm-hmm. want to have. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and now, again, it, with this game coming up, Michael Carter II is going to be out with a concussion. Like you said, Genji's going to have to slide into that, that, you know, that nickelback role. you got Bryce Hall out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talking about Echols returning. What is your confidence within that secondary making the adjustment and being able to play well without – Michael Carter being back there, man. Do you think they'll be all right? Um, I like Bryce Hall, and if Eccles is coming back, I'm really happy about that too. Um, mm-hmm. 
But if I mean, what are we? We're usually playing like a cover three. So, but I feel like our the safeties are always out of place. Like yeah. they're always out of place, and it's it it it's killing us. Yeah. Yeah. Eccles yeah, is a good listen, player. I, I really hope he does come back because I don't want to see Javelin Vidry covering their our their number one receiver, whoever it may be, on New Orleans. I know they're depleted at that, but you know this is the Jets. They'll throw for freaking three hundred yards. <laughs> I've seen it before. Listen, I mean, like Donovan, we've been through this, Joe. Joe, we've been through yeah. this. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Donovan. Donovan speaking the truth. I'm trying. What to more positive, do you want from me? I'm trying to be positive here, you know. But Donovan, Donovan's talking his talk. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep going, Donovan. I'm not. Listen, I'm not talk, mad. I'm not mad at the offense. I think the offense has been playing well. I, I mean, I I feel like if it wasn't for our defense, I thought Zach was gonna. He might have been on the verge of doing something that we all could have been like, okay, see. This is what we got you here for. But he had yeah. 70 seconds in the third quarter. I mean, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> what yeah. are you going to do I mean, with it, that? It, you guys get penalties and, and, and create first downs for these teams all the time. Like, C.J. Mosley right. jumps off sides on fourth down. Like, dude, come, come on. Come on, man. Come on. That's a, that's a fact. I mean, you, you, you speak in facts here, Donovan. Now, going to the offensive side of the ball, now, again, we're without Corey Davis already, right? He's done for the season dealing with the surgery that he's got to do for a core muscle. There's question marks about Elijah Moore playing. He's still dealing with that quad injury. If Elijah Moore does not play, who do you think steps up in our wide receiver core to, you know, be that guy? Do you think that Denzel Mims is going to be able to really be able to step out and get a bunch of targets in this upcoming game with possibly both of those guys, you know, again, being out, again, with Elijah Moore being gone too? Um, I want I want to say Denzel Mims. He deserves to get a fair shot before all the rumors they were talking about possibly letting him go next year. I just mm. I, I just I don't think the coaching staff likes him. I think the guy that's gonna the two guys I think that's gonna step up is gonna be Keelan Cole, and I, I don't know, man. I said it before the season too. Remember, I said I like Braxton Berrios. I don't know why. Yes. I, just, I just like him. Not. Not as a yeah. one, two, or three option, but if you're going four wide, I think Braxton Berrios, he has the speed in the hands to make something happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this I, mean, weekend, you... I, I, th- I think Keelan Cole is going to step up, and I think I think it's going to be Keelan Cole and, and Berrios, and, mm-hmm. and Mims has maybe one or two catches that he gets some yards on, but I don't see them featuring him like that. For some reason, they just don't like him. Okay, listen, and my final question before I let you go, Donovan, and then I'm coming to seven three two, so be prepared. Listen, Donovan, how concerned are you about these penalties continuing to hurt the New York Jets? We saw the issues against the Eagles like you spoke about earlier. We've seen them throughout this season as well. Do you think that this is a game where Seller will put his foot down and say, look, if you're out there committing nonsensical penalties, I'm going to hold you accountable. Do you think we'll see the issues that we saw this season in this game against the Saints? Um, I hope – I mean, I think it's still going to be an issue. I just hope it's not four or five of them and extends it to a first down type of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like Salah should have the clock management down a little bit better than he does. And, and yeah. as far as the penalties, come on, man, you've got to discipline these players. If you're going to be jumping off sides, you're going to be doing something. Here, stand next to me for the rest of the game. Hold my clipboard. Okay, buddy? Because yep. you're not going back in. 
It's simple. What do we What do we have to lose? You, you, what example are, try, are you trying to set with, with the younger players? We have a young day. They say, oh, we got the youngest team in football. Okay, well, what's the example you're trying to, to set to build the culture? Yep. Not holding guys accountable? You have to hold these guys accountable. That's why they keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking that talk, man. You're talking that talk. So, Donovan, give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up, my friend? Uh, New Orleans wins. It's going to be low scoring. I say it's probably going to be, let's say, fourteen ten. Oh, fourteen ten Saints! Wow, Donovan. Jeez, Louise, man. Ooh. Sorry, I can't drink that 14. green Kool Aid right now. No sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I hear you, Donovan. And shout out to I Jamal you, but... Adams wanting to get traded to a better team that's going to go. Deep in playoff runs and all that. Thanks, Jamal. We appreciate you. Four and five. Hey, that's me right there. Hey, Four hey, and five. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hold on. Can we bash Jamal Adams for a second? Here we go. Listen, I need to bash Jamal Adams. He is trash. Okay, he is trash. He's I told trash. all of y'all that he was trash. I told you he was garbaggio for years. We didn't want to believe it. No, we didn't want to believe no, that. We was not trying to hear that about our president. And oh, oh, boy. Lord, it feels so boy. good. It feels so good, right? Oh, fully exposed, Donovan, fully exposed. That man can't cover a bed with a bed sheet. I have never nope. felt so good. And I've had a lot of takes. But that one, that was a special. That was one you from the future. It, it, it grilled everybody. And guess what? We are in such a great position because we got their first rounder for that fraud safety. Okay, and now we're putting prime position to get two top players or get a top player, trade down in game, and gain the value, and continue to add. Yeah. Oh, Donovan. Also, ultimately, what, what we were all screaming that we wanted with Sam Darnold, we might get this year oh, in the yeah. draft. <laughs> oh, Donovan. It feels so good. It feels so good, Donovan. I love it. That's why I I'm, that. I'm, I know I know it was a bad call as far as, like, where I'm at mentally with the team, but I think mm-hmm. the future might if, – if we keep this draft class, the draft class before that he had, what was uh, – with, with, with uh, Zuniga, all those guys, not a good draft yeah. class. This draft class might actually be pretty good. If you can go into the next draft, we're saying what do we get? What four players out of this draft that we think are highly talented? It might be a piece for yep. for the future. You go ahead and mm-hmm. get another four next year, and you keep building throughout the. Eventually, this thing is going to work, and that's what I'm really hoping for, and, I, and that's what I'm holding my head on. I just want to see Zach. Right now, I'm not even worried about the defense. Whatever we have to mm-hmm. worry about our quarterback and building it the right yeah. way with him and our offensive yeah. line and building it the right way with them. Let's get that set and bring the 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 offense into this decade. Please, yeah. do yeah. that. Yeah. You're talking okay. that talk, Donovan. Let's, have fun. I got to I gotta get back to these lines, man. You have yourself a good night, my friend. All right, Joe. All right. Salute. You have a good one. Listen, that was Donovan calling in. All Seattle fans, I remember you guys bashed me as well. I, you know, a couple of Seattle fans I tried to warn. I told you he was a fraud safety. I had Jets fans as well telling me I wasn't a Jets fan because I said Jamal Adams was trash. Boy, were you guys. <laughs> Woo! Seattle giving up a first round for a fraud safety? 
I love it. I love it. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. This is Jamal Adams Bash. Here we go. Call in if you want to bash him. 732, I'm coming directly to you. All right, 732, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts on the Saints-Jets matchup. How are you feeling about Zach Wilson? Do you think he'll be able to make plays against this tough Saints defense? Hey, Joe, it's been some time. How you been, man? I've been all right, man. You know, I'm just out here basking Jamal Adams and enjoying the first-round pick that we got for him. Now we got the Saints matchup, man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How about yourself? Um, I, I've been better. Uh, so Jeff Smith and I have something in common. I, I've been dealing with COVID for the last two or three days, and he just got it today. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it's, mostly been like, it's mostly been like, you know, fever, flu-type symptoms. But I could breathe, so, you know, I'll get through it. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited about this game on Sunday and, and, and your stream and everything like that. So you're, you're giving me a lot of uh, entertainment while I'm stuck in my room. So thank you. <laughs> Awesome. I'm, I'm glad I'm here to entertain you. I hope everything's all right with you. You know, you got to watch that word on YouTube. It's the reason why we wear a mask, but we know what's going on with you. You know what I'm saying? I hope everything's all right and you make it through. But now that you look Appreciate at the situation, New York Jets are, are coming up against these, these Saints now, man. Do you think that Zach Wilson will be able to make some moves against his defense? It's a tough one, man. How do you think he fares and what are your expectations of him coming into this game? Well, I think we got to do whatever's necessary. Get him warmed up and comfortable again. You know, we were very happy. Three straight touchdown scoring drives last week. Get the run game established early. I would, you know, really use the slot receiver a lot. You know, throw the, throw the ball to the running backs. Um, and really just like, well, like short and intermediate routes to start the game. I don't think this, like, especially with Lattimore on the Saints, their corners are pretty good. So I don't think you're going to yep. see Zach deep balling uh, very often. Maybe he'll take a couple shots in the second half. But I really think you just got to go short and intermediate and uh, just give him the open reads, right? I mean, everything everything we've seen over the last few weeks has started to develop. You know, we heard coming in the season this type of system, um, you know, schemes guys open. Well, they're getting open now. Yep. So I think as long as he knows, all right, Zach, your, your first read should be here. If it's not, go here. And I think we saw that last week. So just got to keep that type of rhythm going. I think as long as he's comfortable, I think that confidence uh, lets him unlock it. Because the reason is yeah. when we were bad at Zach, you know, for missing all the easy short passes, I don't think it was ability. I think it was totally in his head overthinking it and not having confidence. The deep balls, for some reason, he always hits the deep ball, right, you know, for, for the most part. So just give him confidence mm-hmm. and he can play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking the truth right now. It was a lot of things like short and intermediate, that we were very upset that he was missing at first, and especially when we saw the likes of Mike White and Joe Flacco and even Josh Johnson be able to come in and throw the guys, hit that check down, hit those guys, and they were able to run for 20, you know, 15, 20 yards after that, and they were constantly making plays right. because they were just dinking and dunking. They were taking what the defense was giving them, and they were winning that way. They were winning, you know, those drives. Right. They were putting the, the team offense in the best situation to make plays and that's what we want to see out of Zach now Mm -hmm. in the Eagles game that first half that's kind of what we saw the second half not much time there was issues with the defense but coming into this game one of the bigger weapons that we saw against the Eagles Elijah Moore he's questionable man he's dealing with a quad injury Uh now if he doesn't play if he doesn't play we already got Cordy Davis out if he doesn't play do you think that Denzel Mims sees a ton of targets in this upcoming game 
Or, you know, what do you think that the uh, Michael LaFleur is going to do with him, man? So, just like the last caller said, I agree with a lot. I don't think Mims uh, – this is a bold take. I really don't think Mims is going to be here next year. I'm barring a miracle, Ooh. great performance the next five weeks. He's, he's, I think the same thing. I don't think the staff likes him very much. I think a lot of the 2020 draft, which is somewhat disappointing right now, they were, they were drafted for the, the Gase and Williams uh, schemes on offense and defense where it's, it's true, right? It's not a knock on Mims. He excelled in the offense last year because Gase, you know, a lot of those receivers ran linear routes. He's not really a route guy, you know, across the field and, and uh, intermediate really. He's really just a go deep type of guy. So in this offense, I, I don't think he has a big of a role and, there's some alarming videos in practice when they occasionally show one um, that, you know, he looks like he's jogging half speed sometimes. I don't know what it is, if it's effort or overconfidence in his head, but I, I think it's mostly going to be Keelan Cole, Crowder, Barrios, um, and I'm trying to think who else I'm missing. But, yeah, mainly those three guys. Uh, Mims is going to have some shots, but he's got to really take advantage or he's going to be in jeopardy of being on the team. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, and I've heard that from a, diff, a lot of different people at the – you know, maybe he's just a go-deep guy. But, again, within this offense, I don't see why you can't deploy him a bit more just to keep a defense office, yeah. off, um, keep a defense honest. Because if they know, look, we, right. we, you got a guy back there in Denzel Mims, big, physical, he's got a solid set of hands. For a while, when we were screaming for him, he was the guy that was going out there making plays. Remember, earlier in the season, a lot of guys were dropping mm-hmm. footballs, and he was the guy that would come in and get a 40-yard gain, or he would do something. I remember one, uh, one, one game, he came in and got a 20-yard first down, you know, and he fought for it, and then immediately was pulled mm-hmm. after that. So, you know, this is a game, right. again, if Elijah Moore does not play, and if he, even if he does, you know, we've got to worry about how close to 100% that he is. I want to see more Denzel Mims. Well, like you said, Keelan Cole, you know, with him returning, Crowder, Barrios, you know, we'll see what they bring to the table. Now, a big question as well in this game is our offensive line. It's looking like LDT might not play. You know, he's dealing with the ankle injury. How confident are you in Greg Van Roten stepping into the game if LDT doesn't play and being able to hold up under the Saints' pressure from their front? I don't know if I understand the question. You said confident and GVR in the same sentence? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very concerned about that because <clears throat> quietly, Connor McGovern's having a very decent season. And you know why? The right guard, I think, has affected his play a lot. When you've seen the, the doctor play right guard, he's been a lot more secure in, at the center position. So it's not like, like GVR is the only, uh, you know, just one position and that was fine. He, if you have a really, really weak link on the line, you can affect the whole chemistry of the entire line, the people next to you, everything. So let's say McGovern's yeah. getting beat up because of Van Roo, and that means that Vera Tucker's going to have to compensate on his right side, like, et cetera. It's a chain reaction. So I really think that, you know, GVR has got to step it up or, or he's going to, you know, it, 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 he can't be a liability for this team anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, if LDT doesn't play, that means you got Greg Van Roten there, and that is going to be one heck of a ride. Now, going to the defensive side of the ball with you, man, Alvin Kamara. I think that's the guy that we immediately look at when we think about the Saints' weapons. How concerned are you about him coming out the backfield in the matchup with our with our linebackers, man? C.J. Mosley, Davis, Quincy Williams. Do you think that they'll be able to corral Kamara, man, and not let him go off? like we've seen other backs go off against us coming out the backfield. I'm very concerned uh, just because there's been no ability to stop the run for weeks. Um, Mm. The thing is, it's weird, right? Like, you know, the Jets three wins have come off of uh, 
you know, obviously losses before that. We've never run two in a row. We have a blowout or an embarrassing uh, loss. For some reason, even if it's not a win, the team rebounds in a sense, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, like the Dolphin game wasn't a win, but they played a lot better as a team. So I'm hoping that, you know, we had the Eagles week, which, you know, horrendous defense type of game. So hopefully maybe this is the week where even if they don't win, they're at least a competent defense to stop the run a little better. I'm just told, I'm just tired of seven yards a carry. I just, like, keep it a couple yards as an average. Like, it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, that's why, even going back to the offense for a second – I'm fine doing short passes to take up 10, uh, 10 minutes every uh, drive because I don't want to see the defense play. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially now, again, coming into this game, Michael Carter the second, he's dealing with the injury. Gundry sliding in. Do you think that this secondary will be able to adjust against Taysom Hill? Because he's not the best thrower. You know what I'm saying? He really isn't. But if we're all over the place and confused like we've seen in other games, I think we'll get taken advantage of. What are your thoughts about the secondary coming into this game and the adjustments they'll have to make? I'm not too concerned about the secondary, to be honest with you. Gidry, um, you know, last year and even before Michael Carter the second really got unleashed playing more in the nickel than the outside, Gidry's fantastic in the slot. He's not supposed to be on the outside covering the main wide receiver, but as a nickel, he, he's actually very competent there. So I think that's fine. Bryce Hall, you know, he's been having a good season. Uh, I think Eccles might come back, but it's not confirmed. But in general, the cornerbacks haven't been an issue this year. It's mostly been the front seven. Um, You know, sometimes they're invisible getting pressure. Sometimes they actually do get pressure. And then the run game has been struggling. But I I just – it's very weird, man. And and I heard this um, in an article the other day. Last year, what, we were third third in run uh, stuffing defense? We have basically the same line except for Rankin's playing right now, right? I mean, we signed Lawson, but he didn't play this year. Besides that, the line is basically the same on defense, so it has to be mostly scheme, right? I mean, it's 95% the same defensive line. Yeah, there's got to be something, man. But we've seen them just get completely roasted. I mean, from that indie game where we gave up 200, I think like 39 yards. Jonathan Taylor had like 100-plus yards by the third quarter to – We've been giving up the run all year long on the Broncos and so just so many games we just got completely destroyed on the ground and I'm hoping that the Saints don't have the same exact game against us, especially again coming off that Eagles game where they just ate the clock up later on in the game by running mm-hmm. the football. So before I let you go, my friend, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? I'm going to say 28 to 17 Saints unfortunately like uh I just oh. until, I'm until, I'm fortunately until I see differently like <laughs> it's just until the defense proves consistently otherwise I'm just very nervous about the ground attack and even Taysom can run himself I'm not concerned like you said about his passing necessarily I think the offense mm-hmm. you know can score more than 17 but until the defense is like you know, gets their stuff together here. I'm just – it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt. But – I and then the goal for Zach, I just want to see turnover-free football. I don't care if he doesn't get anything and he just, like, is productive passing the ball and we keep rushing touchdowns in, fine. Just I just don't want to see him turn the ball over as best he can. Yeah, yeah. Listen, my friend, before I let you go, again, would you like to bash Jamal Adams? Would you like to maybe give a comment or two or say something maybe uh, to, to bash him before you go? It, Joe, did you see his tweet literally 40 minutes ago? Go ahead, my friend. Let us know. 
So he, he said, one bad chapter doesn't mean the story is over. And I so badly want to reply, you mean one bad book? I mean, it hasn't been a chapter, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I got to get to this line. You have yourself a good night, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Take care. All right, take care. Listen, man, you know, I'm all about giving to the people. You want to, you know, bash Jamal Adams, maybe throw a jab before you get out of here? I'll let you do it. You know, he's a fraud. You know what I'm saying? He's a fraud. What can you say? Salute to Seattle. You know, really got, really thought you had us right there, giving us two first-round picks. How do you feel now? You know, not feeling too good for y'all. Again, 515-602-9639. 516029639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Angelo, man. We're going to Angelo. Now, Angelo knows Hello, his jet. Angelo, what's going on, Angelo? We're, listen, we're talking Jet Saints. You know, we're talking about injuries. We're talking, we're bashing Jamal Adams. We're enjoying our two first round picks. Feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Angelo, we're coming into this game. Zach Wilson facing a, a very solid Saints defense, what are your expectations of Zach in this game, man? Angelo, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear can you. Hear can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can yep. hear you now. So, uh, again, Zach Wilson, what are your expectations of him in this game? Yeah, I, I think uh, we're still going to see some good plays out of Zach. I mean, you can just tell he's got rookie written all over him with a, a rookie mm-hmm. staff. Um, you know, again, Matt Jones is performing the way he is because of the coaching staff and the defense and, you know, they're the yep. Patriots. Now, um, I still see Zach maybe throwing a pick or two, getting a, getting a couple sacks, maybe making a couple good plays. And uh, I, I keep thinking to myself, you know, because people I hear that, oh, we should have put Mac Jones, blah, blah, blah. but if, I think if you put Mac Jones on the Jets and Zach Wilson on the Patriots, I, I think you're kind of looking at the same, you know, Mac Jones threw three passes last week. So I'm yeah. trying to compare all the rookies, same boat, but Mac Jones is more polished and more mature. Uh, I still see Zach as immature and uh, mm. mature mistakes. And, and, you know, we're not going to win many football games this year because of that. And uh, that's mm. the way it is. You know, I don't see him, you know, lighting up every drive. He is getting better. I think we can all agree he is getting better. But uh, still a lot of growing pains to go through, I think, with Zach. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the things that you'll see in a rookie quarterback. We're going to have these growing pains. I know a lot of Jets fans thought he would kind of step in and kind of be Aaron Rodgers off the bat. But I, that's one of the things I was talking about that – Zach was going to go through these struggles. And, again, I think people have to remind themselves that Mac Williams – or Mac Jones, excuse me, is with the Patriots. That is a franchise that is so unbelievably well-coached, it's ridiculous. Bilicek has dominated our division for years. He's dominated the NFL for years. They've built, you know, full-blown dynasties. I mean, he's one of the best coaches of our time. So, of course, Mac Jones going there, they'd be able to win a game with him only throwing three passes. It's the Patriots. They find ways – they're chameleons. They find ways – to do things that other other teams in the league cannot do, okay? That's just the that's just the honest truth. And of course, he's gonna be you know look well, more well polished. He's coached out of the out of the world, you know. He's coached out of the ozone, you know what I'm saying? So I want to see us do a little bit better, you know, with Zach. You know, there's other things that we can do, but again, there are growing pains that Zach is gonna go through. But I also see some growth in Zach as well. You look back at that first half of last last week against the Eagles. 
he looked very good. He was hitting spots. There was a lot of really solid throws, short throws, finding guys that were open, you know, within the secondary. I thought he did well for the first half. Second half, a lot of question marks, you know what I'm saying? But, again, the Jets' offense couldn't get on the field to really do anything. So, when you look at us this week, though, we're matching up with a Saints defense that's tough. Corey Davis is out for the season. Elijah Moore is questionable with that quad. What Jets wide receiver do you think is going to step up with those two guys missing? Is this a game where you think that Denzel Mims, another guy that people are talking about possibly taking a step forward, do you think that this is a game where he shows up and shows out? Well, I think that's what the fans want. At this point, we're not playing for a playoff spot. You know, we're not, we're not doing anything, so just give us what the fans want. Get, let's target Mims. I'm not even talking about just uh, him having a good game. I want to target him for once in his career. Um, again, but I think Zach feels more comfortable with the tight end, with, probably with Barrios. Um, so, you know, it's hard to say. Elijah Moore, I don't think you should play him. Why, why are you going to play him? Are, are we playing for a playoff spot? I mean, let, let the rookie sit. Um, you know, he's obviously hurt. So, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think at this point, put, put your pride aside. Yes, Mims maybe doesn't hustle in practice. By the way, the previous call was really good. He had a lot of really good insight. But, um just, just give the fans what they want. They know that we're crying to, to see Denzel Mims. And you know, on your show, I've been preaching about how good Chase Claypool is and how well of a rut runner Van Jefferson is and how those two mm-hmm. are perfect fits for our offense. And yet Joe Douglas decided to trade down and take Mims. For what? Mm-hmm. So you, you decided to trade down and take him, and you're not targeting him. So at this point, Joe, mm-hmm. you wanted to do that. You made a decision to trade down and take him because you saw something. This is the game now where you have to target him and show us at least yeah. prove us prove us what you guys are, are thinking. If he can't, we need to see it. We don't know it yet. We don't know what goes on in practice. We don't know what goes on in the locker room. So all we want to mm. do is see Zach Wilson throw the ball to Denzel Mims. And if he can't catch, if he's not running the routes, then the fan base can say, okay, we see it now. He's not polished. Mm. Maybe he's not the right fit for this offense. But do we all know that? We're all speculating that he's not. Because remember, you were you a lot of callers, and you included were thinking he was a step up to be the number two receiver this year. And I'm not yes, telling you guys, pump the brakes, man. You know, yeah, everybody was hot and hot and heavy for Denzel Mims, and rightfully so. Yeah. But guess what? He was a, a, number, a round two draft pick. We made everybody thought it was an amazing move to trade down to get him, and we got him. And we're not targeting him. So target yeah. him ten times this game. I don't care. Just target him. Throw him the ball. I don't care yeah. if you want to lose. Throw him the ball, see what he can do. Then the fans can relax and say, okay, he's either really good or, all right, this is why he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking that talk, Angelo. Listen, man, before I let you go, give me your final score prediction, my friend. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up, man? Well, give me, give me the big thumbs down audio, man. I'm going uh, probably 24 to 17 Saints. <laughs> Oh, twenty! Come on, Angelo. Come on, man. Where's the green? You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm asking. I like, I like our, the... I like our draft position. I like our draft position, man. You know, that's. I, I hate to say it, man, but I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the draft right now. That's, that's how we've been oh, the for years. So I like, I like I'm having my number four, number five pick. Man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying what every Jet fan is thinking. It's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, salute to you, Angelo. Listen, before I let you go, man, would you like to bash Jamal Adams? You know, this is a little. You know, we're just letting everybody get a little shot before they take off. What would yeah, you like to I'll, say about? I'll bring up. 
Yeah, I bring up that. I think it was a tweet last year or a Facebook post that he posted. He was, I think he had an injury. He was at home watching the game on the TV, and there was a marijuana joint on the table, and then he quickly deleted it and then put up another uh, photo. It's like, oh, come on, man. That was the first time I'm like, I'm glad we traded him, man. Pothead. <laughs> the pothead. Yeah. He's, probably smoking, he's probably smoking pot right now. <laughs> Salute to you, Angela. I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good one. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'll let everybody get a little shot. Everybody's fired up and they want to bash them all. I'll let you go. So, again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. CT will come to you after Steve. Steve, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, Steve. Listen, man, Jets, Saints, give me your thought about this this defensive matchup with the Saints, man. Do you think – that this secondary, or do you think that this Jets defense will be able to deal with Alvin Kamara, man? We've struggled with backs coming out the backfield. What are your thoughts about our matchup with him? Hey, Joe. Well, first off, it's great to hear from you again. It's always fun, pleasure talking with you about this Jets team. Yeah, so now, obviously, we've we got to put the week behind with the Eagles. It was a tough game to lose against Philadelphia, but now it's time to get ready to talk about the New Orleans Saints. You know, listen – the thing that's concerning about this game is with our defense this year because, you know, I mean, our defense has been absolutely atrocious. But mm. the thing is, though, Joe, it's just the thing is the Saints offense is not as good as the Eagles offense. Their offense stinks. I mean, listen, mm. I mean, I mean, the only thing is, though, that is a concerning about going into this game is, is that the Saints do have Alvin Kamara coming back. And that's the biggest yep. concern. That's the, one of the key things to victory to facing the Saints this Sunday. We have to maintain with Alvin Kamara because if we don't maintain with Kamara, we're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. If we don't find a way to get that guy covered, if he comes out the backfield and lights us up like we've seen multiple backs do this season, it's going to be a long day for us, man, as well as defending the run. Because let me tell you, we've given up a ton of yards on the ground as well. You know, the team's rushing. I mean, the Indy, you know, you look at the Eagles that were able to drain the clock, we cannot do that. And especially with the injuries that we have in the secondary, Steve, Michael Carter II is going to be out for this game. Do you think that the New York Jets secondary will be able to make the adjustments so that the, the Saints' other weapons don't go off? Because they got Smith, they got Callaway out there as well. Those are guys that can move and catch the football. Are you concerned about that? Yeah, no, the thing is, you know, because the, corner, the corners are something that, you know, I'm not too concerned about, like other callers have said. The biggest concern is going to be, like, how we put the pressure on when we face Taysom Hill. I mean, listen, yep. it's just when you watch Taysom Hill's last game against the Cowboys last Thursday night, I mean, Taysom Hill is coming off of one of the worst games he's ever had. So, it is kind of concerning of what he's going to do in this game against us. But the thing is, like, that's also going to be the key thing, too, to this game. We got, we got to maintain with Taysom Hill because cause if we don't maintain with Taysom Hill, and if, let's say, he starts throwing some good passes, you know, that, that's going to be a concern. But here's the thing, though, Joe. The, the Saints' offense is a mediocre. Their defense is much better. I mean, you mentioned some good points. You know, mm-hmm. Davenport is a good player. Um, yep. The cornerback, uh, Lattimore, is very good. He's a good corner. And then they also have another – and then, don't forget, there's another guy you haven't mentioned yet on this show. We're facing a former friend of ours, 
Number 56, yep. DeMario, Davis. DeMario Davis. How could you forget yep. about DeMario, man? You yep. know, DeMario yep. could definitely put up some numbers. I mean, and the thing is, though, I'm hoping that, you know, for the Jets' defense this week, if Rankins does come back this week and if he and and if he plays in this game, hopefully he could be a big impact in this game because it's a, it's a game against his former team. You know, it's a team he used to play for that he started his career with. He probably would like some revenge on that team. Same thing with Demario Davis for the Saints. I mean, other thing is, Joe, about going into this game with, with the Saints is the key thing to victory is for, for the offense, you know, Zach Wilson showed a lot of improvement last week, and he played well in the first half. The second half, he had questions, but still threw the ball very well. The only thing is, the main thing for the offense is, we got to stay on the field most of the game. Let Zach Wilson do his thing. Let's throw. Hopefully, Elijah Moore will play this Sunday. We'll see. I mean, he was limited today in practice, but we'll see what happens um, today, um, tomorrow and going into Sunday. So that's one of the key yeah. things. You know, Wilson cannot make mistakes. On the defensive side of the ball, you got to put the pressure on Taysom Hill. The defense has to play well, and you got to maintain with Kamara. Because if you don't maintain yeah. with Kamara, like I said, you're not going to win. Yeah. And listen, Steve, you spitting facts right now. Now, Steve, I mean, there's not much else that needs to be said, man. So my next and final question for you is uh, give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Here's the thing about this game. I think this game is going to be very close because I think the Jets and the Saints are very, very, very neck and neck. And the one thing that Mm. the Jets do have an advantage of this game is, is that, you know, the Saints are not a good team when they play on the road in the past especially when they play in an outdoor venue because they haven't been a good team in outdoor venue games because, remember, the Saints play in a dome down in New Orleans. If the if mm. this game was in New Orleans, I don't think we would win, but I am going to give the Jets a chance this week. Let's go 23-20 okay. Jets. Ooh, let's go. I'm feeling that. 23-20 Jets. Let's go, Steve. So before I let you go, man, would you like to bash Jamal Adams, man? Would you like to just get a get a little shot in before you take off, man? Hey, would you like to bash hey, him? Hey, listen, listen. Hey, Joe, listen. I've already bashed him too much. I mean, the guy is a fraud. Okay. I'm glad we traded him. You know, but the hmm. thing is, I do wish him the best of luck with his recovery because, you know, he did obviously get hurt, and I did feel bad for him that he's out for the remainder of the season. But you know something? Ever since he left us, Joe, he hasn't been the same player ever since. Mm. And honestly, yeah. I think Joe Douglas has made the right decision. You know, we already got Vera Tucker in, in return from him. Now we got to see. But right now I'm not focusing on the 2022 draft. I'm focusing on getting through these next five games and see where we are at the end of the season. Absolutely, Steve. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Steve. You have yourself a good one, all right? Good night, Joe. Go Jets. All right. Go Jets. Salute to Steve, man. Steve coming in with the fire. Had a great breakdown as well. All right, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking 
all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, CT, man. CT calls in with the fire, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Listen, CT, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about this matchup. Jets, Saints, what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson matching up with this with this Saints defense, man? They're ranked fifth in the league. Do you think he'll be able to make plays? What are your expectations? Uh, the, what, what, what are they ranked? Uh, they're ranked fifth right now. Fifth right now. All right. Listen, uh, it's going to be a test. It's going to be a test, man. Um, and I think with Alvin Kamara on the other side, our defense hasn't been be able to stop the run quite, you know, the whole pretty much the whole season pretty much. So this could be mm-hmm. a tough day. For, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This could, this could be – a tough day for the Jets if they don't come prepared. Hopefully last game mm-hmm. they were getting laughed at and they got a little bit more, you know, pride this this week and they come out to play. Zach is going to have to play smart to pull this one off. He's going to – he's the key mm-hmm. to the game, honestly. Um, also, I mean, he can't do nothing if we can't make kick, kicks. Like extra points are, are a huge momentum swing. So mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to I think Zach is going to do all right. Um, hopefully if he, if he can, you know – Keep keep the football safe and not make any turnovers. And being that they're a high power defense, then um, then they can get the ball out. It seems like then I would say you got to play a little bit more conservative and just take 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 what they give you. You know, so Zach is yeah. uh, going to be the telling if we have a shot to win or not. And he's pretty much all we got right now from last game. What I'm looking at, you know, um, and I hope we get to see Denzel out there and. Um, I really want to see Denzel, Elijah Moore, and Keelan Cole on the field at the same time. I really want to see all three of mm-hmm. them at the same time. See how the offense looks with those three guys, and um, and then you know you know just to get it, just to see what see what they got. You know, it doesn't mean it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. The season's pretty practically over already. Let's see what we really got with these second uh, second and third wide receivers out there. Obviously, Jameson Crowder is great, but uh, he might not be here moving forward. I mean, I mean he's a veteran player. Uh, he deserves to be on honestly a, a contending team. And, I mean, we might not be at the team for, like, a year or two. So, you know, um, and we already got less and more. So when it comes down to it, this game in particular, it's going to come down to Zach. Zach has to play smart football, you know, on offense. Mm. Yeah, he does. And, and, you know, I think a big part of it, especially, is making sure that our running game gets going. Now, again, with Tevin Coleman being out for this game, dealing with a concussion, I'm looking at guys like Ty Johnson. I'm looking at Austin Walter to really step up and run the rock here. Do you think we'll be able to run the football against this Saints team? Because they're ranked pretty high against the rush as well. I think they're ranked fifth against the rush. Yeah, yeah. So when it comes to that, like, like it's even more concerning because without Michael Carter and without Kevin Coleman, who has had most of the snaps this year, I believe we've got Ty Johnson and we've got Austin Walter who just got here. <laughs> You know, hopefully P. Ryan gets some time out there. At the end of the day, um, these young guys are going to have to be tested and see if they can, and if the offensive line can show and prove, obviously. Um, maybe we can get maybe we can get a rush attack. If we can get a rush attack going, that would definitely help Zach, you know, distribute the football mm-hmm. around you know, and spread up the offense a little bit, help Michael Floor out a little bit because, you know, he's scheming up through plays. Then we can bring, bring out some of the trip plays. If we can get some, some, some yards on the ground, then the trick plays happen, mm-hmm. and then we can have some more flexibility with the playbook. So I see Mike LaFleur's strategy, and he's been honestly great since he went up to the press box. So I'm not worried yeah. about his play call, but we definitely need to have these guys on the field, you know, get get some space for these uh, running backs because they aren't um, they aren't super super. Um, I wouldn't say super. 
they're not super veterans. Like these guys, they're all really young, you know. And and Michael Carter is not is is a starter pretty much, and he looked like he started to become a star when he before he got injured. So uh, when it comes yeah. down drop off after Michael Carter, I think is a, is a, is a far drop off. And then without Tenant Coleman there, it's a bunch of young guys who are still improving there and earning their stripes in, in, in the league, which is cool. For now, we get to see what we got with these guys. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a test for them because their defense, like you said, they're stopping the rush. Then mm-hmm. Jackson toss that ball. And when he tossed that ball, he has to, be, he has to protect, that, protect that ball. So it all comes back to Zach. Yeah, it, it does. And, again, like I said, they're, they're ranked fifth against the rest. That's my correction for today. And let me tell you something. They're, they're getting after it. So if we can run the football effectively against them, we can find some way. It'll go a long way because, like you said, it'll open up things for Zach Wilson. Now, one of the things that I'm worried about as well is this, the play of our offensive line, especially with LTD possibly not being able to play with that ankle injury. How concerned are you about that, man? Because if he doesn't play, you've got to bring in – looks like Greg Van Roten's going to be the guy. Are you worried about Greg Van Roten starting and being able to face this Saints front, man? Who is not worried about Greg Van Roten? I mean, coming in for LDC. <laughs> LDC came out there. LDC came out there and he showed, like, why he's a starter still. And, you know, he, and he hasn't played in two years and was way better than Van, Van Roten in, in, in run blocking and in pass blocking. Yeah. So this is going to be yeah. a liability out there if, we, if he doesn't come up. If, if Greg Van Roten hasn't learned anything over the past couple of weeks of being benched, then it's going to be a rough day for our running, running offense. And if it's a rough day for our running offense, you're putting all the pressure on our rookie quarterback to win the game for us at that point. And we don't want that. So, yeah, yeah it's a liability right now. We, can, we know he's a turnstile right now. So, it's, I hope Zach doesn't get injured again. You know, I hope he doesn't get you know pressured a lot because once Zach gets pressured, he panics. Interceptions happen. So um, when it comes to the run blocking and pass blocking, Greg needs to go out there and show and prove. If he does great this week, then maybe you know they can he can show something to the coaches and make him, keep him as a backup. But at the end of the day, we need somebody else in that spot, and I think LDT is that dude. And who knows, in the offseason, we might get somebody else to add to the squad. But uh, Greg Van Roten is, has proven to be a liability this year, and I, and I had some hope in him. But, yeah, he, he's not it. Yeah, so when you look at this, the defensive side of the ball for the New York Jets, I got some questions there, man, because let me tell you, Alvin Kamara is going to be coming with a, you know what I'm saying, full steam at us. He's not going to play around at all. How concerned about, how concerned about him are you? with our defense in this matchup, man, do you think we'll be able to corral this guy and not allow him to go off like we've seen other running backs go off against us? Long story short, no. <laughs> but when it comes to Alvin Kamara, he's one of the best backs in the league, man. And he's a veteran who's been doing it for a while, running the same scheme for a couple of seasons now. And mm-hmm. um, he's, he has the potential to go off at any time. And he's had a decent season this year, you know. And as long as he's healthy, you know, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be tough unless he's just buckled down on, you know, he's a pass-catching running back, too. And that makes him – you already seen it this year, how we do a pass-catching running back. You know, they just seem to mm-hmm. get screened and just for tops of 15 yards, you know, they might just, you know, come out the back on a, on a, a cold, cold route, boom, you know, five yards, ten yards. They've been, they've been eating us up with those guys. So, um, yeah, especially after the last couple of defensive performances – I've been very disappointed, you know, and not granted we've had a lot of injuries, you know, um, but these guys, you know, have to step it up. You know, I, I, there's a few guys who I think are really giving it their all, like Quincy, um, you know, I see him go out there hustling. You know, I know Bryce Falls out there hustling, doing his thing. Then Michael Carr went down. He was doing great before he went down. 
so, you know, we, we're kind of piecing together the defense right now with backups and, you know, guys who kind of would be on practice squads on other teams. You know, you got Elijah Riley, but he, he, he brings some momentum, but he's not necessarily a starting safety, you know. So we're, we're, we're struggling mm-hmm. right now. So it's not an excuse, but it's the facts. You know, we're struggling on our personnel when it comes to defense. So I, I don't see us yeah. necessarily stopping Robin Kamara. This, this could be a tough, tough game for them. So um, we'll see. You know, we'll see. I have hope, you know, but only if only if um, our linebackers show out and, and, and stop this guy, Alvin. You know, like if yeah. Quincy can really step it up and show have a big game, maybe maybe we can get a maybe we can get Taysom Hill to you know have a turnover, a fumble, or an interception. That can then mm-hmm. you know give them, give them momentum and say okay we got this and give them the, the faith to go out there and win this thing. But if nothing happens, a bit, if we don't get any big splash plays or turnovers or fumbles, yeah, I don't see us I don't see us winning this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be a tough matchup, man. Especially again, I think a, a big part of it is getting pressure on Taysom Hill because he's a guy. He's not like a pure, a pure pocket thrower or anything like that. This guy's going to run around all over the place, so we're going to have to deal with his mobility as well. Do you think we'll be able to get some rush on this guy, man, and get him down? That's a, that's a good question because I, I don't I don't know honestly. Um, we sometimes we are, sometimes we are. We have we like our defense is like comes out of nowhere one game and they got like, you know, five sacks and then that next game they're completely gone, you know, or they get pressure and they don't get there, you know, on a sack or, you know, so, you know, all being said, I want to give Quinnen Williams more snaps because I do think he's had a good season, but the stats won't show yep. it if you really look at it. They take him out the game a lot, you know, and but for the amount of snaps he's getting, he's getting a, a high amount of sacks, you know, uh, so yeah. um, give him more snaps and then maybe we will. I'm not sure if he's, if he tires up too quickly or if he got the gas, but that's think that the defense is set up in a way they want they want depth on that line more than anywhere on on, on our on our team. They want to put make, make yeah. a real strong line and have them go in and out and are interchangeable, and that's the way they're trying to do it. But since there's so many injuries, Sheldon Rankins, Vinny Curry, Carlos, all, all obviously you know there's a lot of people who are out. Then keep putting a little bit longer out there. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt because I know you want to keep him fresh. You don't want him getting hurt. But yeah. at the end of the day. He's he's a guy who gets consistent pressure, you know, and 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 Foley, but not Foley, um, Jonathan Meyer. Foley has to do better in the in the run blocking. So uh, and last year, this is just not has been his year. He's been great with that in the past, but this year he's been yeah. uh, a little bit slacking on that. So um, yeah, yeah, I, it's so hard to say because I really don't know. I really don't know if we're gonna be able to get Taysom down, and he's a pretty tough kid. So um, I'm not saying that we, it's impossible to win this game. Like he's not he's not like an elite quarterback. But with mm-hmm. the running game they have and the offense and the defense they have, it's a pretty de- decent team that um, yeah. come in here. They're gonna they're gonna come ready to, ready to fight because they're trying to get into playoffs and, and um, you know keep a high. They want to get in the playoffs, so they're, they're gonna come in there ready to fight. So the Jets gonna have to have a test this week, see if they can bounce back from last week. And like I say. Yeah. We gotta make field goals. We gotta make extra points. If, that, <laughs> if we don't have a kicker, yeah. if we don't have a kicker, the game is over. I'm telling you, yeah. momentum is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it has. Listen, so my last question for you, CT, before I let you go, is: Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? Give me your final uh, game prediction, man. Your score prediction. How do you think this game ends up? Oh man, like like shoot! It all depends if we can get, kick a ball. If we can get if we have an actual mm-hmm. kicker, it all depends 
if you can, you know, make the ball through the uprights because it could end up being 24-17 Saints or it could be 24-12 Saints, you know. So, like, and that's what I'm going to give you because the kicker is a big deal. I have, we haven't made a kick in a minute. We're going through this again, CT. CT, give us a score prediction. Just give us one score prediction. What, Wait, what well, are you taking? I gave you two, and you don't, and, and you don't take two? I gave you two, man. So are you taking the Jets? Or are you taking the Saints, CT? Which uh, one both is of them, Both of them were the Saints, so, so I'm taking the Saints. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, so unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, so CT is taking the Saints. All right. <laughs> Can, can we also get a CT again for giving us two predictions? Yet again, come on. <laughs> Listen, there's always on, nuance CT. in conversation with me. There's always nuance. Oh. And if we don't have a kicker, then we're going to lose by, by, by five points because they can't make a field goal oh. or an extra point. So it's a big deal when, you, when you're discussing the point score because I don't even know who's going to be out there. I can go out there and try. I don't know. I might be out there Sunday. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right, salute to you, CT. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, all right, my friend? You too. Have a good one. All right, have a good one. Listen, CT, man, CT calls in. He knows his Jets. He's got to give us his takes, you know what I'm saying? You know? Again, and he brought up a great point. Again, we just got rid of Kessman. Uh, we cut that kicker. We brought in Eddie Pinero. So we're going to see exactly what we get out of him. Again, that, that kicker position has been a revolving door this season. We've had major issues Joe Douglas has got to sure that up. He's definitely got to sure that up. So now I'm going to go ahead and start to close out the show. This has been a phenomenal show. I'm going to talk about, you know, my thoughts. Listen, this New York Jets football team is matched up. Again, the Saints, defensively, man, they're, they're a tough football team. They've got a lot of things going on, especially with Cam Jordan. Again, he's out. He's on the IR for them at this point. But you still got Davenport out there. You still got Marcus, uh, Marcus Williams out there. You still got Jenkins out there. You still got – you know, guys back there that can play. Lattimore, who's a very good corner in this in this league. And again, they got linebackers, Demario Davis, Kiwan Alexander. They got guys that can move and, and, and really get busy back there, man. So we have to be fully prepared and ready. We have to be fully prepared and ready. And I think Zach Wilson has to be careful where he's throwing this football. He's got to be very patient. He's got to make sure that he hits guys in stride, and he's got to make sure that he takes what the defense gives him. You know, don't don't revert to what we saw early in the season where he's just taking big shots down the field constantly. I don't want to see him do that. I want to see him be very patient because, again, this Saints defense is tough. They're ranked fifth against the rush, man. It's the top five rushing defense. They get after it, man. Talked about it this entire show. This, this team is tough against the run, man. So I want to see if we can produce on the ground against them as well. we got to worry about that. We really, really have to worry about that. Um, again, with Tevin Coleman being out having that concussion, I want to see if Ty Johnson's going to be able to step up. Can he step up and fill that situation? Is he going to? Is he also going to be the guy that gets the bulk of the carries? Because Austin Walter is also showing us some strength there at, at running back as well. A guy that's really stepped up and really been able to run hard for us, man. He's really shown some promise for us, and he can move as well when you give him the football. With Elijah Moore being out, I'm a little concerned about the wide receiver position because Elijah Moore has really been a playmaker for us these last couple of weeks. So missing Corey Davis, missing Elijah Moore, possibly if he does not play with that quad injury. And if he does, I'm wondering where is he at? How close to 100% is he? How much is that quad issue going to affect him in this game? So I want to see some Mims. I want to see, you know, him get out there and be given the football. 
You know, I expect Crowder, I expect Cole, and I expect Burials to definitely get their targets, but I want to see Mims utilized more within the offense, especially with our two bigger wide receivers out for this football game. I'm also a bit worried about the offensive line, too. Greg Van Roden, if he's going to start, if LDT does not play, man, we might see some things that we haven't seen these last couple of weeks because Greg Van Roten is suspect. He is suspect, okay? Big-time suspect. And you go to the defensive side of the ball, man, we've got to make sure that we find some way to get Alvin Kamara down. Don't let this guy take off running, especially running around in our secondary wide open. We saw it with so many guys this year coming out the backfield. We saw it with Cordell Patterson. The Falcons lined him up in the backfield. He was running around all night long. We saw it, you know, when we played the Colts. We saw it against so many various offenses that matched up with us. We've got to make sure that we find some way to corral Kamara. And we've got to get out after Taysom Hill. If you get to that guy early and often, bang him around, interceptions will follow. And, again, with their right tackle being out, I say we dial up the heat a little bit. Bring the blitz, man. Get after him. Get after him. If Eccles is going to be out there playing, I really want to see something out of him too. Here's a kid that was showing us some promise as well, man. I want to see what he's going to bring to the table. So with all that said, I am taking the New York Jets to win this football game 20 to 17. 20 to 17, I'm taking the Jets, man. I'm taking the Jets. Some may call me a homer, but I just got a feeling. I'm taking the Jets. 20 to 17. I'm taking the Jets. That's what I'm doing. So salute to everyone. I want to thank everyone for listening. It's been an amazing show. Had a lot of callers. We went back and forth with a lot of people. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on YouTube as well, okay? For those of you that do not know, your boy's on YouTube. But before you go to YouTube, I'm on Twitter, all right? I'm on Twitter, YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. All right, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I'll have that Vera Tucker jersey on, all right? He's one of the better offensive linemen that we have. He's one of the better offensive linemen in this league. Let's be serious here, all right? He should. If, if he wasn't a Jet, I truly believe he would be a shoe-in for the Pro Bowl. This is ridiculous. This guy is ridiculous out there on the field. He's pushing guys around. He's blocking two, three guys with two. It's just ridiculous. He's blocking three guys sometimes by himself. It's insane. He's doing whatever he wants to do out there. So, again, please follow me. I'll follow you right back. The show's page as well is at the Long Beach Joe. I'm also on YouTube as well, like I said earlier. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Also give the videos a like. You want to troll me, no issues. Hit those comments, and I'll troll you right back. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. They will cost you absolutely nothing. The hugs will always remain free, all right? I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day for, to listen to the show and call in. You folks are the greatest, all right? And, again, everyone listening, please get involved any way that you can with the Mark V. Lee Toy Drive. Jersey City Fire Department, send your toys there. They know what to do. 
Let them know it's for the toy drive. Please do whatever you can to get involved, whether it be monetarily, whether it be, you know, again, giving a toy. You'll see, you know, the links will be plastered along my social media. Get involved any way you can to give a kid a great Christmas, all right? So you folks have a good one, all right? Peace. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>